This is Daniel Hagenorm for Preparing Kids for Life at PK4L.com. And our podcast is for all things parenting. This is day 80 of our 365-day journey with you. You know, my wife and I are so passionate about helping parents reclaim their rightful place as the number one expert on their own kids. So our podcast focuses on time-tested principles any parent can learn and apply to build an emotionally safe home and help their children thrive. We talk about every parent's most basic fears because these have been our fears too. Things like, I don't have what it takes to be a good parent, or I'm not qualified, or I'm going to mess my kids up. You know, as parents, we will do anything to help our kids. And since our ceiling is our children's floor, we owe it to them to always be learning and growing. For 365 days, you've been invited into our experiment. And we are committed to walking alongside your journey as your personal outfitters, guides, and allies. Every day, every step of the way. So we've been talking about in our our sort of, and we're going to be finishing this series, just a two-parter, but we've been talking about this idea of, am I even making a difference? You know, because we live in the day-to-day with our kids. Um, You know, it's kind of like um, this weird incrementalism. In fact, we don't even realize it until somebody is around our kids that hasn't seen our kids for a while. And they go, oh my gosh, I can't believe how much you're growing up. Oh my goodness. You know, and they freak out. And we just kind of go, oh yeah, I mean, yeah, sure, they're getting older. I mean, we recognize that, but it's, but we don't, we don't really appreciate it in the same way because we see our kids every day. And so sometimes, at least myself, I, I, I get plagued with this idea of, am I making a difference? Because you know, our kids are the most important, um, important disciple we ever make in a sense, you know, and obviously as parents, we want the best for our kids, but I'm really excited because I have a very special guest that I'm really excited about and really nervous about because I have no idea what she's going to say. I promise you, I haven't threatened her to say anything particular one way or the other, but my daughter Landry is actually on the show. Say hi, Landry. Hi. That's her. Um, (laughs) But uh, I just asked her if she would be willing to come on and share because I would love to get her perspective, and uh, and also because part of part of this show is is sharing successes, failures, everything. It's all part of the journey of parenting, and and so you know if we don't if we don't kind of open up and and look at things and share things, then and it's really not a value because there's there's already enough kind of posing out there and. We're certainly uh, not perfect parents. Landry can tell you that. Um, but I just wanted to ask you, sweetie, now that I, I have you on, and I'm so grateful that you decided to to join me on this. Uh, she's smiling at me like, oh, dad, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> but, uh, but no, but I just wanted to know, um, what what has been uh, your experience in um, in your childhood? Like the maybe the most um, important lesson you've learned so far, or something that matters most to you that you've learned or heard or gleaned or or whatever it could be, and it could be something like a mistake that we made, but you learned from that, or something that we did wrong that maybe we corrected later on that you learned from, or or maybe something that was just awesome to begin with. But <laughs> well, something that's always stood out to me is that you telling me that I can't say can't. 
I can't do something. <laughs> and I think that when I was younger, I was always like, well, I can't do this. So I don't know why I'm not allowed to use that word, but okay, I'll just find a loophole and say something else. But I think that um, I really am happy that you said that to me because I think it's helped me realize that not everything, like you can do something that you set your mind to. And I think that I've realized that. And in the long run, there's been things that were super difficult and now I really enjoy them mm. and, or it's really easy now, or even if it still is difficult to do, I know I can do it. So I think that that stood out to me a lot is just not being able to say that because it, and that kept helping my help. It kept, that's right (laughs) it kept hoping myself knowing like you can do this and you know mom dad believe in you so you can do Mm. it and obviously i love having your guys' approval so knowing that you guys (laughs) (laughs) knowing that you guys would be proud of me if i was able to continue is also a motivator oh that's cool yeah it's funny i remember i remember how mad you would get (laughs) like stop saying that stop saying that So that's funny that that really that really caught, but I'm really glad that it did because I think um, I remember too. Uh, a lot of times when you would come up against something new, it was really frustrating for you. Yeah. Um, and you've actually over time, I've seen you. You're much more. I mean, everybody gets frustrated from time to time, but I mean, you're much more calm in your approach to things. What do you? What do you feel like helped you make that shift between? you know, something would really frustrate you and you, oh, I'm not doing this, you know, to now you, you just kind of keep working at it until you you figure it out. Hmm. Well, I think, I guess, and sometimes certain, I think it kind of depends. I think certain situations it can be easy to think about someone that you look up to. So, and then think that if you wouldn't want them seeing you act like that. So let's say it's like a grandparent that you look up to and just there's a certain way that you act around them. And I think kind of in my head thinking if they were here, I wouldn't be acting like this. Oh. So kind of in an, not, obviously that doesn't work every time. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> that's not, right, that's not what I'm thinking every time. <laughs> right, but right. I think in certain situations it kind of helped to think, well, I wouldn't want them seeing me like this or being frustrated. And I think when that's in my head, it kind of turns into a pattern. And then instead mm. of really thinking about them, then I'm kind of just put it in myself like, okay, you know, and then I think it kind of goes to, I wouldn't want God, like this is not only for the people on this earth that I wouldn't want to see, but God and he always sees. Right. And so I think kind of now taking that and elevating it to God and just kind of saying, hey, I acted this way and I don't really need you seeing me like that. You know, I need to make it up. So... I think that that's probably helped a little bit. Mm. And I think probably just growing up too and getting more mature and just kind of saying, okay, you still need to do it. So you can either, (laughs) (laughs) like you can be me like a brat about it and then end up having to get it done or you can just not be a brat about it and do it right now. (laughs) Uh, So (laughs) I think kind of personal motivation, like I might as well not waste time being mad about it. (laughs) That's actually, uh, wow. Um, It's funny that because... I actually haven't asked her a lot of these. Like, we didn't prep for this. I just, because I wanted it yeah, to be no. natural. Yeah, and, which she's a little upset about. Because Landry Landry likes to have things prepared. If you're if, if you're familiar with Jenny Johnson's gems, um, she's an emerald. She started out as a sapphire, though. But she's, she's slowly become more emerald. And so she doesn't like the unplanned. So this is kind of an interesting uh, approach for us to kind of go into. Uh, because it's a little spontaneous. So, but, um, that being said, I really, uh, I like, I like your answer and I like the idea. Our dog is now trying to get out of the room. 
we have a we have a little beagle and she is so cute but i guarantee that she's going to be in two seconds wanting to get back in and we'll do this dance more anyways enough of the personal life of our dog here but i think that um when you when you said that like you envision somebody that you you know you respect of course notice that her mom and i weren't included in that she was she mentioned grandparents but anyways I'm letting that go. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love teasing her. But um, but I know, I think that is a really good point. And, and you know what? I really liked what you said. I thought that was very insightful about this idea that, you know, you can have an attitude about it, fight it and whine and complain and then still have to do it. Or you can just decide to have a better attitude right now and do it. Because either way, you have to do it. And uh, it's so much better and it's so much easier when you have a good attitude mm-hmm. and you enjoy it a lot more. And um, so um, what, because um, it's interesting, I don't think we ever said that specifically to you. Like, hey, Lender, you should envision a, a pr- <laughs> I mean, how did you, how did you uh, think of that? I'm not quite sure. <laughs> it just came to you. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't really know. Okay, well, I was just, I was just curious. Yeah, yeah. I have to think about it more. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, maybe, because it's just kind of thing you never know. It could come across in a book or something like that. But Yeah, true. Um, what is, um, I know that you're, so you're 14, and you have a life of options in front of you to pursue. Um, but what is, what are some of the things that you are pursuing that you feel like um, might be your purpose or that have, you know, more than just a casual meaning for you that you're pursuing, um, just in, in terms of your options. Well, I think there's different things that stick out to me and I kind of have a general passion for them more than others. Mm-hmm. So, cause when I was younger, I did dance and I was really passionate about that. But as I've gotten older, I still have a lot of love for dance, mm-hmm. but it's not something that I could see as a career in a way, so it's hard for me to put a lot of um, time into it because there's a lot of things that I'm more passionate about now that not only am I passionate about but also could see as a possibility. Gotcha. Um, so, but I still obviously love that, and that's probably one of my first passions. That I so really that's just something into. more like you really enjoy, yeah. but it's not something you want to pursue. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, there, there's different things that are kind of on my heart that I have a lot of passion and compassion for sorry (laughs) so I don't really there's different things I don't really know if I could see as a career but there's different Mm -hmm. things I'm passionate about so I love learning about ASL American Sign Language Mm -hmm. for the deaf and I kind of have just a compassion for that uh community um and again I wouldn't really know what to do with it well you know what's interesting in that is um and because and we I mean you and I have talked about this before Mm -hmm. but we haven't talked about it with you, the audience, uh-huh. um, but we don't have. It's not. It's not like we ever had. You were exposed to that, or you know, there's friends that. It's just kind of like something I, I've always felt like God just kind of gave you an interest in because there, you know, there was no influence or, you know, so yeah. it just sort of seems like a very kind of God given interest. 
And I would obviously never take credit for this, but a lot of my friends have come up to me and said, hey, I think I'm going to take a sign language class. And again, in no way do I think I'm responsible for that. But I think it's cool because something that I'm super passionate about, I'm kind of my friends have seen that and I think have kind of mm. seen how cool the culture is. And I kind of think they've been able to use me to kind of look into it. So not that I'm the reason that they want to learn it or that they'd have the same passion about it that I do, but... I think it's cool because I've had probably at least four or five but friends. But you brought an awareness to them. Yeah, and I think yeah. it's really cool to see them like that, I guess. And kind of also, I don't know, it's just, it's really cool to me. I mean, there's different things I'm passionate about. I think I have an overall goal of just wanting to travel. So mm. it's almost, I just want to be able to travel everywhere. So it's almost, I don't really care what I have to do as long as I can travel. <laughs> so obviously I have different passions. Well, who doesn't like to travel? I mean, yeah, you know, yeah I got you. I'm with you on that. Yeah, and I mean... I mean and I love photography, so that that's very e not easy, but that's all that goes with travel pretty yeah, I would well. Say that that does go with travel pretty well. So you never know, but I kind of don't really have a specific thing set or something that I think I'm more passionate about than another thing. Um, but I definitely whatever I do, I want to travel. So whatever. But that's that good. Like you have options that you're pursuing within that to see, because um, one of the things that we've talked to her a lot about is and i mentioned this maybe on another podcast too but i think too often the question is so what are you going to do when you grow up instead of well what are my options um like at the age of 14 as if she's supposed to have her next 20 years of her life mapped out down to a t right nobody can do that because nobody knows what the future is going to hold um so it's kind of it's kind of silly to to think and build a life around that way at least in my opinion but um, it's been like this idea of, you know, figuring out what your passion is, figuring out where your skill set is, and then what are my options in that? And then gradually explore that. And what, like, as you kind of think about the future, sweetie, and again, this is kind of a fluid question, but what, what kind of a difference do you want to make? And do you know the general area that maybe like you're pursuing in the interest of that hmm. I don't know if there's necessarily a specific hmm that's interesting I think that just in general I just really want to help a lot of people so because hmm. I don't really want credit per se like I don't really want to be known at all yeah you're more of a behind the scenes kind of person that's for sure <laughs> Yeah, it's funny because the other day I was with my friends, and this is going somewhere, and <laughs> we were all going a place, and there was like someone random, not random, but another friend decided to join us, and I was already paying for my other friend to do it, and I already paid for them, and then the next day, so I paid for both of them, and then the next day, we were in the car, I was in the car with mom, and she was saying, do they know that you paid? And it was just kind of coming up with a conversation, it wasn't like she was asking me out of mm -hmm. random. I was like, no, but I don't really care, like I, they don't need to know that I paid, I'm just happy that they had fun. And so it's interesting because I'm not, I love helping people and making sure people are having fun and getting to do things that they love, but I don't really care for the credit. So I guess that just being able to help people and do like in that sense, just kind of make a difference in the people that I'm around, but not necessarily mm. the actual known. Right. I don't know. I no, I, I like that <laughs> idea because I, you know, um, if you don't care who gets the credit, you'll be unusually successful because a lot of times people tend to to invest a lot of energy, a lot of time, a lot of focus on making sure they get all the credit for things. 
I mean, I know for me, I have times where I feel like I'm better than that than others. Mm -hmm. There's some times where I literally could care less who gets the credit. I don't really care. It's just, I want, and then there's other times where (laughs) my heart is not that good about it. And (laughs) I'm like, I'm playing it off, but actually in my heart of hearts, I really do want credit. I really do want people to notice. I really do want to be acknowledged for something, even though I'm not saying that out loud, you know, and, and even trying sometimes to maneuver things to where I will get the credit without seeming like I, you know, it's just, it's bad. You know what I mean? So I have, I have those varying (laughs) times, you know, and I'm, trying to be uh trying to let god do more in my heart to make it so that i'm more often i just don't care who gets the credit but i i do appreciate that um because i think that's i think that's an important thing you know when you think about am am i making a difference and that's that's a way to make a difference and i i think the cool thing about that too is that everybody has a different way to make a difference mm-hmm. You know, we all have a unique design that God's put in our life. And so there's something unique about what each of us brings to the table. And, um, you know, I, um, I'm i just going to say that I know that I'm obviously a father and a parent. And I know there's a certain bias in this, but I, I don't care. I'm, I'm really proud of my daughter and, and the woman that she's becoming and... Uh, the person that she already is and and all that the future holds and i just i want i want every parent to kind of experience the same thing where you you just um are enjoying the process of watching your child grow up into who they were meant to be and uh i feel very blessed to be able to do that with her it's it's a great indescribable joy in my life that i i experienced through that and uh, I just hope and I pray that you also, uh, as a parent, are getting to experience the same. So I just want to say thank you so much for listening. I know there are literally hundreds and thousands of podcasts out there. You chose to listen to ours and give us the precious gift of your time. Thank you for that. Definitely check out our website, pk4l.com, for more resources. And please click on the link in the show description if you haven't already done so and download your free ebook, Building an Emotionally Safe Home, as our gift to you. And thank you again, sweetie, for being on the show. Mm -hmm. I appreciate that. Uh, But remember, we are with you every day, every step of the way. Until tomorrow, have a great day.